0: Episode forty-five of the Bonfire Banter podcast, and with the strange voices, this is Megan, aka Bonfire Cherry, with my slightly balding but bearded co-host.
1: Gotta compensate somehow. <laughs> I'm Dean from DDWeb Consultancy.
0: <laughs> yeah, hair just moved from the top yeah, to the I bottom.
1: Away from my face. What can I say? <laughs> Can't blame it.
0: And with us on this episode, we've got the amazing and very talented.
2: Kathy
0: from Handy Creatives. And on this episode, because Kathy deals with clutter and organising stuff, or as a website put, put it, as a declutter expert, professional organizer, space consultant, designer, motivator, and handy lady, I thought in this episode if she could provide some tips on how to stay organised at home, or in or in a studio, or in a workshop.
2: Thanks, Megan. Um, oh, no pressure then.
0: No pressure. All those lovely
2: titles. <laughs> so um, it's just staying organized at home. Um, I think my number one tip is um, create and don't replicate. So create your own processes that work for you.
0: I need to put that on a tote bag. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> take, take ideas and inspiration from the internet, but but do make them your own. Um, don 't aim to replicate something, uh, my second tip is that it takes really honestly takes about seven weeks to change a behavior. So if you think that you 're going to become more organized, it is going to take some time uh, and changing your space, practically moving things around in your space, you can change your behavior If you think that that place that you put your keys as soon as you come in the door it, it is going to change where you 're going to put them then perhaps you might need to think about moving that place or
0: moving that furniture, if that makes sense. Am I making sense? You do, as you you said on your website.
2: Yeah. So, Dean, where do you put your keys when you come in? Is there a a special place that you
1: put them Everything in my pockets. I empty my pockets as soon as I come in, and I put all that that stuff into a bowl, minus my phone. Um, So I know where my keys and my wallet is all the time and whatever else I happen to put in my pockets, like chewing gum or whatever. So it's just where they live, and so that's why I find them easy to find when I need to get them. And even when I put them in my pockets, I I keep my left phone. uh, (laughs) I keep my mobile phone in my left pocket and my wallet in my right pocket, and I've got certain spaces for certain things. So I'm very that part of my life is at least is um, pretty (laughs) organised.
2: That's perfect. Yeah. So for some people, if they said like, right, I don't want to do this anymore. You kind of have to think realistically, okay, but that's what you're comfortable doing. How are we going to change that? Um, You've got a process that works for you. Yeah. So I think that's good. Um, I think what you want, oh, it's so tricky to think of tips off the top of my head when I'm not dealing with a space. I'm not looking at an area um, to change, I guess, which is what I do. As
0: you say on your website, sometimes people need a hand to organise things. And to get on top of clutter and rescue their space, as you put it. Yeah,
2: it's very much about the space. I think people can become very overwhelmed if we focus on the things. So we we do focus on rescuing space. Um, So I think the third tip that I would probably share um, would be um, thinking of a goal or thinking about how you use a space. So I talk a lot about treasure. And um, people are surprised to hear that I work with with tidy people. Um, I work with quite tidy people and quite organized people, but they're spending a lot of time and energy on maintaining all the things in their space. And actually, when it comes down to it, that's quite overwhelming, even though it it appears to be quite tidy and it appears to be quite organized. So sometimes changing that is a big part of it. That's really good. So tidy pluckers. I guess is what I'm saying. People don't really talk about it because they think of clutter as being disorganized. But a lot of people are very good at at having a lot of tidy clutter and it doesn't make it a good process just because everything's tucked away in boxes and everything looks neat. Um, It's still quite overwhelming for people.
1: Yeah, you're basically sweeping the problem under the rug, I guess. Um, It's out of sight, out of mind, but that doesn't mean it's not there.
2: Tidy clutter still takes cleaning and organizing and maintaining. Um, And and that can be quite tiring for people. It can take up a lot of time. Yeah. So watch out for tidy clutter. That's, you know, (laughs) your collections of things.
0: Watch out!
2: (laughs) Watch out there's clutter about, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine that being like an old kids' TV show. Yeah. Watch out,
2: it's clutter. Well, I mean, there are, you know, there are situations where people – you know, have those cupboards that you open where everything does fall out. Um, whether it's the Tupperware cupboard where you open the door and all the lids tumble out. Or whether it's what um, a lot of people call the cupboard of doom, which is where lots of things go. Yeah,
0: mine's just right here, right next to me.
2: Is that your cupboard of doom, <laughs> is it?
0: <laughs> I've, uh, trust me, it was worse, I can it's assure forbidden you. It's a closet of mystery. I managed to get around about eight bags out of this cupboard.
2: What could you do with it to make it a better space, like make it for treasure?
0: Make it a shrine to Dean.
1: That's a very good use of space.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it could
0: do, yeah. That's what I plan on doing eventually to my room is taking out uh, my wardrobe and putting shelves in. Yeah. Mm
2: Are you thinking about having it kind of open or? Yeah. Yeah. When things are on display, that can be a really good motivator. No, know, be better organised. Things that make you happy, then your treasure should be on display. It shouldn't be hidden behind things that you're not really that bothered by, I think. And a lot of that is about making sure that you enjoy the things that you see. What's your views on people with flo- floor droves? With floor droves? Yeah. Some people do have floor droves, but <laughs> I think generally that's um, because there's not a process in place to make I've that easier for them. I've heard of this before, floor so, droves.
1: yeah. But I can work out what it is, I guess. Just like a wardrobe in your yeah. floor, basically kind of.
2: Yeah. They're like holiday wardrobes, floor droves really, when nothing quite goes away in the
1: cupboard. Oh, I,
0: I do have an organizing um um book, um but it's more when it comes to clothes. You should just keep on chatting, I'm gonna find it. Thankfully I know where it is. Yeah.
1: The thing you said about having your treasures out on display, it reminds me of the condo um talking about having things around you which bring you joy um
2: like one of the tips is that you see some books with beautiful covers on but when they're spine to spine you don't get to yeah. see those beautiful covers so turning one or two of those outward yeah. is a really nice thing and a really um, nice way to use but also in frames as well is a really nice way to display your favorite books as artwork nice things to have around you i really like you said. that
1: way of thinking about it i mean uh, yeah like you say most books for you, you should think about them as just sitting on the shelf you just see the spine and there's not much to it that can bring you joy in the Mary Kondo way I guess but um, which is not about her it's about you but
2: yeah I know we, we, obviously but, I uh, like I said I'm, I'm not helping anyone have a, a stronger relationship yeah. with their sock. but um, ultimately yeah. there <laughs> are some really good pointers about um, not feeling bad about the stuff that you have around you and enjoying the things that you have on display. And if you're the kind of person that wants a lot of things out on display, then being okay with that, not trying to live up to the expectations of the internet saying no. You know, I don't work with people that are looking for a minimal lifestyle. That's not the people yeah. that I help. You know, when you've lived a yeah. life full of adventure and people and places, then you've collected things along the way. And it's about being okay, about enjoying those. But enjoying them in a way that isn't causing you overwhelm or making you feel like you're spending a lot of time tidying and you know cleaning and maintaining things—it's—it's it's about it. Um, about giving you some time and space back, yeah. really. I'm back.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but um, Mary,
2: um, Mary, Mary Kandy, What? Yeah, yeah. yeah Dean's um, read a lot of hers. It's not something that I follow, but it's something that I talk to customers about because I have to explain that I don't work the way that that she does and I work in a very practical way in a very physical way um rather than sort of dropping some instructions and leaving <laughs> so uh but yeah there's a lot of good things me and Dean were just talking about you know about having your treasure around is really important
0: you, you, you remind me of um Gordon Ramsey me or...
2: um... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I like to say to that a very foul mouth <laughs> <laughs> Megan.
0: um but I've been, I've been I've been um addicted to um I I I'll give them a reason why. Um, I've been watching um kitchen nightmares recently, okay. and obviously uh, how we he help it, how he helps um sort the kitchen out and keep it organised and yeah, uh, this yeah. is what you know, it, 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 So you remind me, remind oh, okay, me yeah. of, but in that way, not in uh, any other way.
2: I'm a lot less swearing.
0: <laughs> you don't you don't have free free homes down in Cornwall like he has.
1: That doesn't sound no, like a bad I, thing I, to no. have actually. No.
2: To be honest, I wouldn't want to manage well, three homes. But I'm kind of happy with just Well, if I had three one.
1: homes, I'd want people to do it for me, I guess.
2: Sorry? Yeah, well, that <laughs> would yeah. be a different, definitely a different kind of job because you wouldn't be kind of living in all of them and, mm. and working in all of them, you know, during those times. So you could mm. just have a, like, this is where I'm going to yeah. go and relax kind of space.
1: I've heard a lot of these people who do have multiple homes and it's actually a lot of work, even though they have people helping them, um, do the, that type of thing for them. So it's uh I think there's something to be said about um less is more I guess with going about organising your space.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. I mean if you're between three houses then you're probably not hung up on anyone in the same way maybe that we are. You just have everything in three houses if yeah, you have enough that's money true.
1: In your space. <laughs> just by fear. You're everything. right, yeah.
2: The professional organiser bit kind of comes yeah. exactly that's what I was thinking.
0: Before we end the episode and give my my random fact I'm going to take another squib of the butterscotch, flavoured moonshine, gin I got, Cornwall to get reference listen to um, the pre-show for episode 43 and most of that episode and it's pretty nice you definitely still smell the butterscotch and the fact for this is that creative people live longer.
2: Oh, I'm to hear due that. to
0: their openness, creative minds tend to live longer and may even get more creative with age. One of the key contributors to long t- long t- um, longevity. Uh, long, I feel, um, feel, long, feel like slowing now after a second week. Just, this is just <laughs> me. Um, longevity was. Oh, well, I, ch- I changed the fact, actually. I can't read that word. Um, stained glass is, is set to become the. The trendiest craft of 2020. Huh. It's, uh,
2: did you say stained glass? Yes. Ah, oh, that's a very interesting oh. gentleman Martin. Oh. He does stained glass in Northampton. Oh, really? Because
0: there's been a 127% rise in searches for stained glass tools and supplies on Etsy. Oh,
2: hmm. wow. That's really interesting. Yeah, he's a great guy. I helped him with the studio and he actively um, is comfortable with me talking about... Supporting him um, With his workshop space So yeah What's his name again? His um, name is Martin Ferrant And he's um, From Stained Glass uh, Northampton Stained Glass Windows uh, And other Oh
0: cool i have to check up. Everybody listening to this Has to check him out Afterwards It's the law
2: Yeah <laughs> Absolutely I'll tell him the factoid
1: Yeah It's it's always struck me As a skill Which is a little bit Hard to find um, Nowadays but I suppose yeah, if definitely. there's less people who do it, there's more people in, there's more demand maybe with all the churches and stuff. And I don't know. <laughs> it's a bit of a.
2: Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he does some beautiful small pieces as well. And I think it's been, it was really interesting because when I work with um, creative people in their workshop spaces, obviously I have to learn so much about the tools that they use and the way that they use awesome. the space. Though I knew nothing about stained glass when I first started working with him. And then learn through that process about the tools and equipment that were important to him and the space that basically he needed to operate those in. Um so yeah, so it was a really interesting relationship to to build oh, on. Job sounds a lot in. more
1: cool then, because you can like just be a bit realistic on how people work and um get a good idea of how learn different yeah. skills
2: and, and yeah. And like Dean, I know that you're interested in language because we were chatting a bit earlier about mental health, but you can't say things like, let's crack on. You can't say let's have a break. You can't say these words around glass, apparently. And so when I was working with Martin, I automatically had ret and kept sort of saying, "Let's crack on." You smashed it. <laughs> Just all the words about breaking glass, and he kept saying, "You can't, you can't use those words when you're." Oh, one well, of those
0: has to be the title for this episode.
2: <laughs> but yeah, it's so a very, a very talented guy. Really interesting craft to learn.
0: Yeah, thank you very much for listening to episode 45, yep. I get that right, um, of the Bonfire Banter podcast. This has been Megan and Slightly Tipsy, but also runs Bonfire Cherry, with my more sober and me co-host. I
1: continue to be Dean from DigiWeb Consultancy.
0: And with us who got me the reason to start drinking the gin in the first place due to have actually mentioned booze at the very start of this recording session is our wonderful and talented guest
2: thanks very much Megan and Dean for being my first ever podcast and treating me gently I've really
0: enjoyed it that's alright, it's been been a delight and a pleasure and before you go, don't, don't forget to check out her on Facebook, Instagram, and check out our website, andycreatives.co.uk. Goodbye, everybody. Bye Bye-bye. bye. Bye.